Trinity family, it is Wednesday, um, I think July 7th, I don't know, um, no, the 6th, okay, no, 5, 6, 7, no, it's the 8th, Wednesday is the 8th, I don't have the calendar in front of me, I don't have my phone in front of me, so we'll, we'll just assume it's the 8th, okay, on Wednesday morning, anyway, hopefully you're having a good week. Um, it is, it is a, a busy week here at, at uh, Trinity. Some notes before I get into my, uh, into my uh, speech for this morning. First of all, as we come back to worship, obviously um, we have assisting ministers and we are grateful for the folks who are coming and doing that role and helping us lead our worship. But also we have lectors and I know that there's a lot of folks on the lector list um, and as Billy contacts you to say, um, you're scheduled for such and such a Sunday. If you are unable to come, if you're uh, uncomfortable leaving your home and joining us in worship, that's okay. We want you to feel safe, but we also want you to know that you can record uh, your Sunday reading um, from the uh, comfort of your own home. Um, I'll have you uh, contact Larry Jeffers and he can figure out the best way to get you to do that. And that'd be a way for you to connect with the congregation and for the congregation to see your face, um, which is always a good thing. A, a following up on that, uh, we have uh, in the summer, it is our tradition here to have special music as part of our services. And that's starting now. And we are looking for uh, singers and musicians of all, all types to uh, step forward and, and grace us and bless us with your musical gifts during the summer. Again, there's two ways we can do that. You can come in and uh, do part of the, and do your thing on Sunday morning live as part of the service. Or maybe you can just uh, record your song or whatever. Again, I'll have you contact uh, Larry Jeffers and you can figure out the electronics of it. Um, you can come in during the week, you can come in on Sunday morning, Larry can give you all that good information. Uh, and um, now that I'm a year older, my memory isn't what it used to be. On last Sunday, July 5th, I was supposed to announce that we uh, need to we need to uh, uh, have a vote for our new council by our constitution. And so I forgot to do that, so that kind of moves things back. So here you are hearing it first. You're going to hear it several times this week. On July 12th and July 19th at the worship services, you will have an opportunity to vote for the new members joining the church council uh, in 2020. Um, we have to have you in person in the building to do that. Again, um, if you're uncomfortable doing that on, on Sunday morning with a lot of people where you want to vote, uh, just come in during the week. Uh, check in with Billy, she'll have ballots and you can come in and there won't be a large uh, group of folks, a large group of folks there. So um, July 12th and July 19th, you must come into the building and vote. You can't have somebody else vote for you. Our constitution does not allow for that. Okay. I got a, I uh, had a, a revelation yesterday. My wife gave me some wisdom um, and, and she finally uh, showed me something and she said, um, when you sit in the, in the sanctuary and you're looking up at the screens, she says, it's hard to, uh, to be up close because you have to crane your neck even more. It's like being in the first two rows at the movie theater. And so people get a stiff neck doing that. So now I don't feel so bad if you sit in the back 
and um, so that you don't get a stiff neck looking up at the screen. So uh, you have your you have a reason now. If somebody says you never sit in the front, you can say, well, I don't want to get a stiff neck. So there it is. The things we learn as as we continue with this worshiping um, online and in in, in the in the t area or the time of COVID. Um, just a, a, a an administrative note. As your interim pastor, um, I came here last October. I began last October, and we had agreed, the council and I had agreed that um, we would work together uh, through the end of June. And um, and it, we would reevaluate where the congregation was in the call process, whether you guys were sick and tired of me and thought I'm just too crazy for you or whatever. Um, we could have ended it in June, but uh, we sat down and we said, hey, you know, things are going okay. We'd like to stay, uh, like you to stay uh, through the end of the year. So um, I'm scheduled to be here through the end of December. Hopefully the call process for you guys will be moving forward then and you will have a, a new pastor um, uh, either already here or soon to, to, soon to come. If your new pastor um, says, hey, I can be here at the end of October, then, then on the end of October you're going to have a new pastor and I will be a, a, a distant memory, hopefully a fond memory. But, you know, if, if we get to December 31st and, and you say, hey, we have a new pastor, but he can't come until the end of February, then obviously I'll stay until the end of February. But these are just logistical details. Also, just to let you know um, what's happening uh, for pastoral care here at Trinity. So, you guys haven't sent me any questions lately, which is, which is dangerous because now I get to kind of just wander off uh, theologically and, and psychologically and figure out what I want to say. So today I thought I would talk a little bit about worship. It's one of the things that we all love uh, here at Trinity because we all do it the same and we all like the same music and we all like the same uh, types of prayers. We all like the same uh, format in our worship. Of course, I'm kidding. We have two very distinct and lively styles of of worship here, but I wanted to talk about that today because um, it's something I've been observing, it's something that we have been talking about and working on uh, since I arrived. So, traditionally Lutherans have been a liturgical uh, people. What does that mean? It means that we have a fairly set standard structure to our worship and um, there's a, a there's a routine. We start with confession. We usually um, uh, at, at Trinity we always celebrate the sacrament. Um, we have confession. We say the Lord's prayer. And obviously, if we don't say the Lord's prayer on Sunday morning, uh, you guys are going to feel cheated. And I will hear about it as the worship leader um, because Lutherans believe if we don't say the Lord's prayer, um, we really haven't worshipped. So, um, but our liturgy. Uh, comes uh, ha has come to us from thousands of years of of background in history. Um, little a little uh, linguistic education here. Our word liturgy, uh, which we most associate with our worship life, comes from an old Greek word, actually a combination of two, called liturgia, which means public service or the work of the people. 
So Lutherans, as a liturgical people, have always believed that uh, our worship should be uh, what I like to say particip uh, participatory. You guys just don't sit in the pews. We pray. We lift. Uh, we we come forward and celebrate the sacraments. We sing. Um, we are we are active in our worship. We just don't sit there and observe it. And liturgically, we have we have put prayers and 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 language in there. And so what I want you to know is is that all of the parts of our liturgy, from the confession to the final uh, blessing at the end, um, those just aren't made up words. Well, they are because all words are made up. But those words come specifically from different parts of the Bible. And instead of uh, spending the next uh, 15 or 20 minutes telling you where each person comes, there's a, uh, a down uh, there's a, a document on the website. Um, it's titled, From Where Does the Liturgy Come? And it'll kind of give you an idea of what parts of the Bible, um, where, our, where our wording comes from. But I wanted to talk further about, and, I've, and I say it jokingly, but it is a very serious thing. Here at Trinity, um, we do have two different styles of worship. And folks are just simply fed by two different styles of worship. And neither one is right, neither one is wrong. Um, you know, and as the people of God, we should do whatever we can to help others experience the Holy Spirit, experience the power of God's presence in worship on Sunday morning. Um, and anything we can do with uh, the music we use, the language we use, the prayers we say, anything that we can do to enhance people's worship, to make it easier for someone to come into our building on a Sunday morning and lift up their hearts to God, whether they are full of joy and thanksgiving, whether they are struggling with uh, sadness and difficulty in their life, maybe they're trying to make major decisions, whatever brings them in the door, we as, as God's people need to provide a way for them to be touched by the Holy Spirit of God. And so having two worship services is a blessing. We have musicians that support both. We have people who are active in both. Lots of volunteers make our Sunday morning worship happen. So this is something we should celebrate. We shouldn't argue about it. And when we talk about it and we plan for it, there's always going to be tension. There's always going to be saying, well, how do we do this or how do we do that? Um, that's just life. And so we'll figure that out. We'll learn how to do that better. Um, I imagine Jesus, when he had... Uh, when he called the 12 disciples, we know for sure that they all didn't agree politically and theologically. They all came from different backgrounds and work, ec work ethics and, and situations. Um, and it was in the diversity that the church was built. And so we should never lo lose that thought. We should never lose the fact that we are to be diversified, that we are to be spread out. We are to be different. We are to be unique. And each and every one of us has something to add. Um, and if we can keep, our, keep that attitude going and remember what Paul said in Corinthians chapter 13, that the love we share as children of God, the love that we share as brothers and sisters here at Trinity Lutheran Church, if that love is never to be insistent and it should never insist upon its own way of doing things or saying things. So let's just be open. Let's admit who we are. We're all different. We all have different ideas. We all have different likes and, and, and uh, uh, flavors. So, and I just mentioned the word flavors because it's kind of like eating ice cream. Not everybody likes chocolate. Not everybody likes vanilla. Some of us like Rocky Road. So 
Let's come together. Let's celebrate God's gifts in our diversity. That's what I have. Hopefully you're having a good week. Um, remember what I said about um, uh, as lectors or special musicians, we need you. We also need you to help us on Sunday mornings if you can. Um, provide the technical stuff for what's going on at our church. And you're going to hear more about that from the council in the weeks to come. That's what I've got. It's, it, I'm having fun. Hopefully you are too. Please be safe. And uh, when, when it's possible, we'll all come together um, for a great worship service and a great celebration. Maybe we'll rent a tent and put it up in the parking lot. So that's what I got for this week. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. That was easy.